Welcome to the Plant Witch Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? This week's background noises will be a little different. I'm actually recording this episode from the car. (laughs) Thank you for being so patient with my lack of professionalism (laughs) in this podcast. Mm. So I want to share with you a practice and some reflections on that practice that I think may be um, helpful or supportive, especially this time of year. The sun is low now. We are approaching the cross-quarter day here um, between Maybon and Yule, or between the fall equinox and the winter solstice. Samhain would traditionally have been celebrated on the cross-quarter day, and tonight is the new moon, um, which is really close to the cross-quarter day, so I feel like this really, this is the Samhain energy here that we are in today. And as the sun skirts along the horizon closer and closer as the days grow towards Yule in the northern hemisphere, our shadows grow long. In the summer, when the sun is making its wide arc across the sky, our shadows are shorter. But this time of year, our shadows grow long. Last week, I talked about shadow work in a coven's perspective. Uh, We talk about that a lot more in my sister's podcast, the Magic Kitchen podcast. But um, today I want to talk about a practice where we acknowledge the shadow. There's so much talk about shadow integration right now and the idea of shining a light on the shadow, illuminating the shadow, this concept of the shadow. And I, for one, love the shadow. I am not eager to eradicate it, to illuminate it, to go in there with my bright light and my scalpel and my gathering basket to start cutting away and taming and domesticating the shadow. Instead, I I want a love affair with the mystery. I want to trust the shadow to allow what is ready to be seen and integrated, to sort of float to the surface, to come home to me. Not that I'm going to go in there like a conqueror and 
map the landscape of the Shadowlands, but rather I will develop a relationship with the threshold guardian of the Shadowlands so that when it's time, that guardian can allow information and parts of myself to come through to my waking consciousness in a way that is like a partnership, a cooperative relationship. And so I'm recording this podcast in the evening and I just finished sitting in the golden rays of sun as they move into the west in the late afternoon and sitting with my back towards that golden warmth of sun and looking directly at my shadow, the shadow cast by this human form onto the earth in front of me, my shadow which points east in these late hours of the day towards the place of the rising sun, my shadow longing for the rising sun even as the sun moves into the west to set. And as I look on this shadow, I feel such incredible gratitude. This shadow tells me that I am alive, that I am in form, that I am incarnated in a body in this time. This shadow reminds me of the preciousness of being in matter. There is a belief that to be chosen for a human life is like winning the lottery. Some traditions say it's a curse to be reborn again and again on the earth and our our goal is to exit the wheel of karma and levitate away into nirvana where other traditions talk about the absolute blessing of being alive. And in fact, that is also true of the Eastern traditions that being alive is the way we move out of the wheel of karma. We can't do that without incarnation. So either way, being here on the earth in a body is a boon, is a chosenness, is a blessing. And it sometimes does not feel that way. So as I was looking on my shadow with gratitude and thinking about what are the ways that it feels like such a blessing to be alive, the shadow spoke about the taste of pumpkin bread and the smell of cinnamon and the sound of the crow calling sharp through the crisp air and the sound of geese as they call out on their migration. It spoke to me of the clear breath of air on a November morning, that that lung opening crispness. Such a gift to be able to feel that feeling, to know the smell of my lover the warmth of his breath on my neck. Such a blessing to be alive and have that experience. One of my favorite things is the sound of the creaking of doors, the opening of drawers, the pouring of hot coffee or tea. These tiny little moments that make life such a banquet such a buffet of delicious experience. The laughter of my children, the anticipation of a grand event, a trip or a holiday or 
a long-awaited lunch date, that feeling of excitement in my chest. I couldn't have any of these things without a shadow because I would not be alive to have them. This season of long shadows is also the season of gratitude, of thankfulness. And thankfulness and hope are the soul qualities that carry us through the dark months, these dark months of winter. There's such wisdom in entering the dark months with thankfulness and with preparation, ensuring that the pantry is full, as full as can be, before the dark comes and the shadow reigns. We have not entered the reigning shadow yet, just the lengthening shadow time. This is the time to make friends with that dark energy, that reflection of our reality. The light, the warm, golden light, is what makes all things grow. But if there was no shadow, no darkness, no shade, the world would be a desert, parched. The shadow is essential. And just like the mysteries of the deep sea and the mysteries of deep space and the mysteries of deep soil and the bottoms of giant lakes, our own shadows are filled with mystery. And just like the deep ocean or deep space or the depth of the lake, our shadows suffocate us. They strangle out the light and the air. So although they are the home of great mystery, the home of rest and replenishment, the home of beauty and horror, they are not a place to live always. The Shadowlands are a place to visit and then to come back gasping into the light after our descent. And so I offer you this practice of sitting in the light, facing your shadow, and imagine that there at the threshold of light and dark is a gatekeeper, a threshold guardian, a being who tends the in-between, the membrane, the veil. Your shadow is a door, a portal, to a world of mystery, a world beyond time, beyond logic, beyond rational thinking. Your physical shadow is the door. And by befriending that door, that guardian, that gatekeeper, a healthy exchange of information becomes possible. All that we learn 
maturing adult humans becomes available to the parts of us in the shadow that are not whole, that are wounded or traumatized. And that information passes through the guardian into the depths, almost like a beam of light passing into the deep ocean. And those parts of us that live in the deep shadow that are ready to be seen, ready to be tended, ready to be loved and illuminated, will be attracted to those beams of light like moths to a flame in the night. And they will come to that threshold guardian and make themselves known. There are times when we may choose to put on our scuba gear or charter a submarine and go into those depths as an explorer. But the gentler path is to tend that door to allow information to pass between the unconscious and the conscious mind. To practice learning the language of the deep, which is the language of symbolism. Every night or day, if you're on a night shift, when we sleep, we are entering this door, the door of the shadow, and we're going into the unconscious and the realm of the collective mind. This world speaks in pictures, feelings, and symbols. When we begin to cultivate relationship with a threshold guardian, it will teach us the symbols, the language of the deep, so that we become fluent, and then we can help others interpret their dreams, interpret their signs and omens. We've studied with the threshold guardian, and we know how to pass information back and forth. This is the way of the hedge walker. This is the hedge. This door between our waking lives and the depth of the shadow realms. It is possible to walk through this life with one foot in each realm, being a synthesizer of the world's allowing messages and energies to pass from one to the other through us, like an inhale and an exhale. This is a very specific call, and not all people are called to this type of path. In fact, very few people are called to this type of path. Although it seems to me that the call is growing in recent years. The call to the deep to the Shadowlands. It is possible to become lost in that place. In fact, when we begin to live more fully in between the worlds, they bleed together. The worlds of symbol start to become very apparent in waking life. I've seen more than a few people lose their sense of linear life as the symbolic world of the Shadowlands begins to bleed through into their everyday life. This can ruin relationships, careers. It's a real danger. And so we walk this path with care, making sure that we remain grounded, making sure that we spend enough time on the light side of the door, 
on the side of concrete physical reality. We must live in both worlds or we risk being lost to either. So as you sit with your shadow, imagine the guardian. What does the guardian look like? Does it look like you? Is it an animal, a tree, a cave? Who guards the threshold to your shadowlands? Let this being speak to you. What does it ask of you? What is it ready for you to see? What wisdom does it need to draw forth from the deep? What is ready to heal? I suggest meditating on this, journaling about it, asking the Riddle Mother in dreams to help you meet this threshold guardian. And if this feels scary or too much, but you know it's what you need, if there's a call there, look for a guide that is in this world, a physical embodied incarnated being who can help anchor you as you take these plunges into the depths or as you sit at the door waiting for information or parts of yourself to come through. Spiritual directors are excellent at this kind of work. If you don't know a spiritual director but are looking for one, you can check out sdi.org, spiritualdirectorsinternational.org, where they have a list of spiritual directors all over the world. May your relationship with your threshold guardian be true and deep and real and fruitful. And may you learn to live with a foot in both worlds, integrating and synthesizing the world of the unseen and the world of the seen. In this way, we breathe magic back into this life. We enchant the world. May we enchant it together. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook, The Rebel Herbalist.